Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Psychology of Dating podcast. You're listening to Nadine Newkirk, and I'm a clinical psychologist and dating coach. Today, I want to guide you through a meditation designed to support if you're experiencing stress or anxiety in dating. And we know that this can come up in a lot of different situations. You might be waiting for a text reply from someone and feeling that tension in your gut every time you check your phone. You might be gearing yourself up to have a difficult conversation or ask a difficult question of someone that you're dating. And every time you go to do that, you have all these spiraling worry thoughts. You have an urge to avoid, to not ask it. Maybe you even see them and you just avoid it, you know, talk about something else. So first I'm going to talk a little bit about what anxiety and stress is, the signs and symptoms, and how this can be impacting your dating. And then I'll go into explaining a bit how mindfulness meditation can assist when you've got those really intense emotions. And then we'll jump straight into a mindfulness meditation exercise at the end of this podcast episode. So first of all, how do you spot anxiety or stress? How do you know when it's coming up? Anxiety has a few different characteristics. One, there will be a sense of urgency. You know, I need to get a message from them now. I need to talk about this conversation now. It feels like, you know, something really bad will happen. We don't even know what that bad thing is, but it feels like it's going to be really detrimental if we don't get to it right here, right now. I need to solve this this moment. Another symptom is the physical sensations. So when we're feeling anxious, our body's gearing us up to help protect us from danger. And to do that, it tightens and clenches all the muscles. So you'll have tension maybe in your shoulders, in your gut, in your arms and legs. That's to help if there was, you know, literally a tiger around the corner you needed to run or fight. It would be helpful for your muscles to contract. It's a bit more tricky when there's a dating situation. You will also get different changes maybe in your appetite or your sleep. When we're feeling anxious, we get a release of cortisol and adrenaline, which is really helpful for short-term energy to keep us focused, alert, and your mind will find it hard to focus on anything but the issue at hand. It'll be hard to concentrate on work, on what your friends are saying. Your mind will be looping over, trying to check your phone, check that message. and. Anxiety also changes our thoughts. It's trying to protect us from worst-case scenarios happening. So what it does is actually tries to focus on catastrophic worst-case scenarios to try and prevent them from happening. It brings them up to mind to say, we don't want this to happen. The tricky thing is our mind can't differentiate if there's actually a tiger in the room or if we're thinking there's a tiger in the room. Either way, our body will set off an alarm system to say we need to gear all our resources and energy towards danger and survival, and you'll get those flooding of adrenaline and cortisol, whether you think the person's going to break up with you or whether they actually are. So what sets off anxiety in the body? There's a small arm and shaped part in the brain called the amygdala, and you can think of it like a fire alarm. It's a threat detector. And it will go off whether there's smoke or whether there's an actual fire, whether the toast is burnt or whether the whole house is burning down. And once the amygdala is activated, this is out of your conscious control. This is something your nervous system naturally does. 
it will gear you up into one of three survival states to either fight the tiger, run from the tiger, or freeze and play dead. Hope that it doesn't see you, or at least be numb enough so if something happens you don't feel it as much. And these same survival responses come up whether you're facing a tiger or modern day life stresses, including in dating. So in dating, you could experience an urge to flee. You don't know why you were enjoying dates with someone, but suddenly your whole nervous system gears you up to run. That means that it's detected some threat, perceived or real. And also you might have an urge to freeze sometimes. You feel a bit numb or confused or not sure what you're feeling in dating. And when we have these really intense emotions, what happens is the frontal lobes of the brain, which is the part that can problem solve, can look at your long-term goals, or put things in context, see the bigger picture, that part can temporarily switch offline, not be as activated when emotions are really high. And if we think about it, that's not the most ideal situation to be problem solving, thinking through what to do next, taking action in dating, because we want to consciously decide step by step, what should I do with this next date? What's the best way to approach this? So this is where mindfulness meditation comes in. When we start to bring that observer part of the mind to notice anxiety symptoms, notice when you've got that physical tension or that pattern of racing, worst-case thoughts, or that sense of urgency. I don't know what it is, but I feel like I need to do something right now. If you can bring mindfulness meditation, which means noticing something in the moment without judgment, and bring it to that present moment awareness, what happens is actually something amazing that even though you might still feel stress or anxiety, the emotion will still be there, you'll actually have an activation of the prefrontal cortex, so you're switching your thinking brain back online so you can really problem-solve better, see things in the bigger context, and you'll start to have the amygdala calming down. It's like the fire alarm. You go and turn it off if it's just burnt toast. The house isn't on fire. So if you'd like to practice some mindfulness meditation of stress or anxiety and dating, I'm going to go through one right now. To prepare, get yourself into whatever a comfortable position is for you. That could be seated, it could be lying down. You may choose to have your eyes open or closed. Whatever feels most helpful in this moment. And we'll first come into the present moment by using the five senses. And we'll be here for about five, ten minutes. So know whatever the issue you have right now, you can always come back to it after then. But for now, let's practice giving yourself that five, ten minutes of space to curiously observe what's going on, to help turn down, deactivate some of the heightened emotion centers of the brain so you can think a little bit more clearly and make the most wise decision. So first of all, notice where you're seated or lying down. 
which parts of your body are connected with the furniture or the floor. You might notice any pressure or temperature. Notice the temperature of the air around you. You might tune into any noises directly where you are and then tuning into noises even further away. Like you're listening to a radio station. Curiously observe. Maybe you can hear your own breath coming in, flowing out. And let's tune our attention now inside your body. So being curious, scanning from your head down your torso to your toes. Noticing any sensations that you feel in this moment right now. They might be pleasant or unpleasant. We're not trying to change them, we're just observing what is there in this moment. Is there itching, pain? Maybe it feels neutral, whatever comes up. Now noticing where you feel the strongest sensation in your body in this very moment. And we're going to take that sensation and practice observing it in a non-judgmental, more objective way. Firstly, noticing how big is this sensation? Noticing how much of the parts of your body does it take up? Is it a large and spread out sensation wherever it is? Or is it more discreet and in one spot? Noticing does it feel... Heavy? Or is it more of a light sensation? Knowing that there's no right or wrong here, just is. A sensation. Noticing the temperature. Is it more hot, cool or warm? Maybe parts of the sensation are different to the other. Notice, does the temperature change at all? And notice when you breathe in and out, maybe the sensation changes or stays the same. The heaviness, the temperature how heavy or light it feels. Take a few breaths and curiously observe what happens to that sensation in your body.
And as you're doing this, you might notice thoughts pop into your head. That is normal. Our brain's job is to think. Pumping out thousands of thoughts in a day. So we don't need to change that either. There's nothing wrong about any thought that pops up. What we want to do is non-judgmentally observe them. Like watching clouds floating by in the sky. Be curious, in this moment, what pattern, what types of thoughts are coming up? And as you notice them, see if you can watch them also float by. Notice if there's any urge to get rid of, push or change whatever you're feeling. See if you can practice even for the next 30 seconds, allowing whatever's there to be there. Fully welcoming that sensation in. That is your nervous system sending messages. Let's see if we can pause and just curiously observe what that is. Observing the sensation, your breath, or thoughts. Just for another few more moments. Gently observing whatever comes up. And we'll come out of the meditation the same way that we came in. First of all, zooming out now to your whole body, a field of sensations. Noticing anything that comes up from the tips of your toes, right up your body, to your head. Noticing what your body's feeling right here, right now. Notice if there's any judgmental thoughts, like I shouldn't feel this or that's too tight. Again, that's fine, those thoughts come up. Let's just curiously observe those and then bring our attention back to the moment. Noticing your body sitting on the chair or connecting with furniture. You might notice any noises that you can hear around you. And if your eyes aren't already open, blinking them open, coming back into the space, into the room, or wherever you are. And know that you can always come back to this space, a moment of observing what's going on, pausing, giving some room to allow stress or anxiety to settle even just a little bit so you can think more clearly and make those wise decisions in dating. Thank you for listening, everyone, and I'll speak to you next time.